All right, what's going on, everybody? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the No Name For Now podcast, uh, formerly the Bad Guy Podcast, episode two! Had to get rid of the name. Uh, it was actually brought to my attention in a uh, in a message I received after somebody listened to uh, the first cast, and I also was trying to create a um, an email uh, for the podcast, just so I can interact with you guys, and just so... Just so you know, um, you know, you can always get me on, uh, on on Facebook Messenger and, you know, let me know what, you know, whatever it was. I, I did. I got a lot of messages in the last two weeks. I was actually uh, blown away by it. But, um, yeah, so I, I uh, had to just, you know, go to No Name For Now podcast because I really I really don't give a rat's ass what the name is. I had like five or six that I was kicking around and finally I just pulled one out of a hat. And it was the bad guy podcast. So. I used it and it turns out that somebody else had it, got the message. And then I went to go create the email for it too. And I type in, you know, uh, bad guy podcast at gmail.com. And they're like, nah, somebody's got that already. Uh, but you can have the bad guy podcast. Oh, one, three question mark ampersand. Two. I'm like, yeah, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's just, so I took all the other names that I had and plugged them in, added podcast to it at gmail.com. They were all fucking taken. So, I guess there's a lot of people people out there doing this shit, so it's just no name for now. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll I'll figure that out as time goes on. But uh, right out of the gate, I I just got it. I I got to tell you, I um, this platform that I do this on, you get a dashboard, you get to see all your metrics and all that kind of stuff. And the last cast, I kind of ended it, you know, cheeky, you know, saying like, oh, I want to thank the both of you for listening. But my God, like looking in the dashboard, I cannot believe how many how many people actually listen to it i mean i only posted it on social media one time you know and and you know people were listening sending messages and you know like uh, people i haven't heard from in years you know and there was a lot of people actually sharing it on their social media and all that kind of stuff i'm i got to say i'm totally uh overwhelmed and uh, i was blown away by it and uh very grateful and i'm very humble i i i thank everybody you know i hope we can continue to do this and i hope you guys stick with me you know, as time goes on and continue to share. I mean, you know, podcasts are a thing now. You know, if you think that, you know, my antics <laughs> would be for somebody that likes podcasts that you know or, you know, whatever it is, just, you know, I just continue to share it. I really appreciate it and uh, was really, again, was was blown away by the uh, by the numbers that I had. And uh, I really, really appreciate that. Um, I was um, telling you guys, in the first cast about this apartment that I live in and my landlord and, you know, he's got a guy, I got a guy for that. He's got a guy to fix everything. Right. So let me, uh, I'll get into this one story here real quick. Um, the balcony that I talked about in the first cast that I love so much. Right. Um, there is a, you know, a door and then there's a, you know, a, a screen door, you know, or some would call it a storm door. You know, that you can just like shut there. And before I even get into that, like if you walk around this apartment, right, the guy that put the trim in here, you know, around all the doors and like all the windows and kind of shit, he was either high off of his ass or he just forgot to bring a level with him that day because like all the trim in here, like some, in certain places, doors don't fit, doors don't close all the way. 
you know, you can see like the frames of the doors are just completely out of whack, even to the naked eye. It's actually pretty funny. It's it's kind of endearing <laughs> a little bit, but the uh, the screen door on the outside of the balcony does not have a frame at all. So like, you know, when you have a screen door, it kind of has that latch by the handle that'll click shut. Well, I don't have that. So, um, and I said on the last cast that I'll, I'll do anything I can to save this guy a fucking service call. I'm cool like that. Like, I'm not a dick. I'm not going to call you for every little fucking thing. You know, I was telling you guys, like, you know, I, like the, uh, the, the fill valve and the flapper on the toilet went. I just, I went to Home Depot, you know, 16 bucks. I put it in myself. It's a win-win, right? I, you know, if I would have called him for that, he would have had to call a plumber or he's got his guy. To be a $300 fucking service call for fucking, but I'm not that guy, right? So the door, it doesn't, you, you kind of have to like, when you close it, you have to like wedge it into the cement. You know what I mean? Like kind of pull it shut so it just kind of stays in place. But like on a windy day, that's, that goes awry in a fucking hurry. It pops out of the spot and then the door just starts fucking flying back and forth like that, like, like those fucking things. At, at, uh, at a car dealership, that big fucking inflatable thing that just whacks all. It's like the door's doing that. So I went to Home Depot and I got like, uh, you know, a double ended bungee cord, but, you know, with, with two hooks on it. And I, you know, kind of tied it around the doorknob. And then would, when I would shut the door, I would just hook it onto the latch of the screen door. So like when the wind would blow, it, it would just go the length of the actual bungee cord it wouldn't like make a big bang and fucking blow all the way open because that shit got annoying after a while so uh on christmas eve was it christmas eve or new year's eve it was christmas eve we had a fucking it, it was a fucking tsunami that we that we fucking had right like 70 mile an hour winds and fucking rain and all this shit right so yeah it was christmas eve i'll tell you why because that bungee cord with the when the wind started like about two three o'clock in the afternoon that fucking thing didn't last 20 minutes before it just blew the fuck off the door and blew away. Now the door is blowing all over the place. So I'm like, you know what? It's three o'clock. Let me see if I don't need Christmas Eve, right? It was open. So I, I go there. I'm like, all right, well, I get in there. They didn't have the same fucking bungee cord that I had, which was actually perfect. I just needed another one, right? So I got like th three or four different things with hooks on them and 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 rope and all this other fucking shit that, that would kind of emulate it so i can get through this fucking tsunami that we got coming in right so i bought like four different things i i come up with all these concoctions none of them none of them lasted one breath of that fucking wind that shit was howling right so i'm like all right well i guess i'm just gonna have to hear this door slam the fuck around all night you know like it's it's just whatever and as as it started to get dark, the rain started picking up and the wind started picking up. And right it right out of the gate, my <laughs> my head went to fucking karate kid too. Like that was the fucking storm. That's exactly what the fucking storm was like. In my head, all I'm hearing is fucking Chicago. Like, I am the Right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm actually prepping myself to go climb a fucking wobbly telephone pole so I can rescue this fucking five-year-old little girl out of the fucking thing. By the way, in Karate Kid 2, what the fuck was that little girl doing up at the top of a telephone pole in a fucking tsunami, by the way? I'll, I'll never understand that. Anyway, so it gets to be like 11 o'clock at night. This door was blowing all night long, slamming into the air conditioner. Like, it was nuts, right? Finally, big fucking gust of wind comes, blows the door into the fucking air conditioner, 
And the whole glass fucking pane shattered. I heard it right from the outside. I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he's going to be getting a call and sending one of his guys because uh, the door is now fucking broken, you know, and I tried everything I could to keep it in place. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, so, <laughs> so he sends a guy, right? And I'm starting to believe that this guy, where he gets his guys from, I think he just calls the Norristown fucking courthouse and says, like, yo, anybody need to get community service done <laughs> and you're a little bit handy? Give me your number. I'll, you know, I'll sign your sheet for you because I got properties. <laughs> so, um, so he sends this guy, right? He's like, all right, yeah, this guy's going to come on Saturday uh, at like two o'clock. I said, yeah, all right, no problem. He never fucking showed up. I <laughs> never showed up. I'm like, oh, God. Right. So my landlord texts me like that following Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Did, uh, did uh, Joel come and look at the door? I said, Joel, and he never even showed the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I was here all day. Oh, all right. Well, let me call him now. That happened like two more times. And then finally he shows up on like a Monday night. Like my landlord texts me. He's like, yo, he's 10 minutes away. I'm like, well, good thing I'm here, <laughs> you know? And so the guy pulls up because, hey, man, what's going on? You know, all fucking like nonchalant. Comes in, barely spoke any English. And he, and he, he just comes out, opens the door and looks at it. <laughs> he just looks at it. I'm like, are you here to look at it? Are you here to get an idea of what you got to do. Are you here to fix it right now? What are you doing? <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? Right. So after he's done looking for like five minutes, he's like, okay, I got to, uh, I'm going to, I got to come back and I'm going to measure. I, I come to measure uh, tomorrow at this time. And then I'm going to go to Home Depot and get the door done for you. <laughs> so wait a minute before we even get any further into this. You're trying to tell me that you, you missed three times coming out here. You knew what you were coming to look at. And you knew it was a door with, a, 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 if nothing else, you knew it was a broken piece of glass, right? Not, and he's got to re replace the whole door. That's, that's what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is you were coming out to look at this door and you're a handyman and you didn't bring a fucking tape measure with you. What the fuck? Like, guys, handymen, it's like, that's like, leaving the house with a tape measure is like leaving the house with your cell phone. And most of these guys got fucking digital ones now. Like, this guy didn't even have one, not on his person, but in his fucking car. Like, all right, come back tomorrow, right? Tomorrow comes and goes, guess what? He never showed up. So we're going on like three weeks now, right? And it's like, it's not an emergency thing. It's not like I don't have hot water. You got to send somebody out right now. But so landlord texts again. Yeah. Did Joel uh, take care of the door? I said, yeah, here's what happened. He came out. He looked at it, said he was going to come back and measure the next day and never showed up. You know, I didn't want to like text him and rat him the fuck out. You know what I mean? Sooner or later, I knew I was going to eh, whatever. So uh, he's like, all right, I'll call him. I'll call him. All right. So he shows up on Monday the other day. Right. He shows up. Hey, man, sorry for the delay. I, yeah, I know. Would you get lost? <laughs> what the fuck? So he comes in, he measures, right? Now he's measuring up and down, you know, the brain, right? And he goes, okay, I'm going to go to Home Depot and I'm going to buy the door. I come back on Wednesday, man. Now, Wednesday is tomorrow. I can't wait to see what he says he's going to show up in the morning to fix the thing. Now, meanwhile, uh, when he was telling me that, you know, when my landlord was like, yeah, he's here to, you know, to measure or whatever. He's like, oh, also, 
uh, I got my guy Sergio coming to fix the side stairs, like by the by the side uh, entrance, which I didn't even know were fucking broken, right? So <laughs> I'm leaving to go to the fucking gym. <laughs> he's out there fixing the fucking stairs. Now this guy was like even better. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Are you Sergio? He goes, yeah, move me. My name's Sergio. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't even know these stairs were broken. Like, I mean, who who told, you know, my my, my landlord's name is Leonardo. Who told Leonardo these things are broken? Oh, me and who needed board. He's told. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> so today he's like, I guess he's continuing the job. I hear him hammering and fucking doing all this fucking shit out there. He put a fucking... <laughs> It's really my only exit. I can go out the front door, but that's a whole adventure with the neighbor and all that kind of shit. I kind of use the side entrance as like a private entrance. I go downstairs. I open up the fucking thing to go to the gym. They keep put police tape on the fucking like so I can't get out. I'm like, oh, this is fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, if this is going to be the case, I might call my landlord and be like, listen, let me go down to the courthouse and pick these fucking guys. Right? Because you got one guy who ain't showing the fuck up, who doesn't have a tape measure. You got another guy who's boarding me up with, <laughs> like, it's a crime scene. You know, people are looking at like, oh, this police line did not cross right on my front door. I'm like, what the fuck? This is just beautiful. But, uh, yeah, so I anticipate getting those things <laughs> uh, fixed very soon. So that was my uh, my holidays into, uh, you know, into the new year. Funny thing about the new year. Um. You know, 2020 was a fucked up year, as we all know, right? And it's like, it cracks me up because people are like, oh my God, I can't wait till 2021 comes just to get out of this fucking shit year. Like something's going to like change radically as soon as it turns January 1st. And that's what the problem is. That's what the problem is. People think that with the New Year's resolution shit, I stopped that a long fucking time ago. Because, listen, if you're waiting for a date on a calendar or a fucking clock to make fundamental changes about yourself, then fundamentally you're the fucking problem, right? Like example, it's like Thanksgiving, right? And this guy stuffs his fucking face and he's got leftovers for four days and and Christmas cookies are coming to fuck up right now. It's like December 3rd. And the guy goes, Jesus Christ. Look at the size of my fucking pants for crazy sake. Like, I got to fucking do, I got to do something, man. We got the holidays coming up. Like, all right, I'm going to make a deal. I'll just get through these holidays with all the food and all the fucking bullshit. But on January 1st, I'm, 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 I'm getting to it. I'm going to fucking, I'm telling you right now, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to eat nothing but fucking carrots and lettuce. We're going to chip three times a day. I'm going to fucking. Okay. So here's what's wrong with that. Once he makes that decision on December 3rd, then he goes all in for the next fucking 27 days, eating fucking cookies and cakes and fucking ice cream and fucking... By the time the 31st of December comes, the guy's gained another unnecessary 12 fucking pounds, right? So what happens? January 1st comes, he's eating his fucking carrots and lettuce, he goes to the fucking gym, next day, eats his carrots and lettuce, goes to the fucking gym. By January 7th, that guy's on the phone. Yeah, let me get a large pepperoni, extra cheese... Like they're done because you're the problem with new year's resolutions are there's no end game. You got to set an end game for yourself. I'll give you an example. You wait for the fucking clock January 1st. Okay, good. Like that. And you start, you know, you start all these radical fucking changes, like right out of the gate. 
if you want to lose, so say you're 150 pounds and your goal weight is 135 pounds, set the date for the end game. Maybe you start on January 1st, but you go like, look, I need to be 135 pounds by June 1st, right? So now when you don't overwhelm yourself and totally change your life in one day, when June 1st comes, if you're not 135 pounds, you got to look at yourself in the mirror because you failed yourself. That's it. It's the only realistic fucking way to do it. And it just cracks me up how people think that like, you know, the clock changing from or the calendar changing from, you know, the 31st of December to January 1st is going to just completely change everything. Like, you know, like uh, 2020 is over. Yeah, the COVID's gone. Everything's fucking gone. Everything is like completely brand new, fucking clean slate, blah, blah, blah. It's not the fucking way it is. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, just, just keep that in mind. That's my public service announcement for the day. But speaking of bringing the new year in the right way. Okay. I got to tell you about my friends down at Duke Cannon Supply Company. That's right. I told you about them on the last cast and I'm going to continue to tell you about these guys. Superior grooming products for men unbelievable shit i was telling you i got this uh i got this package from them now this was back in late september i got four bottles of their thick body wash the thick viscosity i told you about all the scents that i got from that last week right and uh and it's just really amazing shit well with that package i got four big ass bricks of soap now these things just to let you know the, the big ass bricks of soap and if you can just go by your size it's like the size of like a fucking tall boy, you know, like that twisted tea can. The guy got fucking smacked in the mouth with. I'll get I'm going to get into that uh, later, by the way. But so you get four big ass bricks of soap. The sense that I got one in my package. anywhere, I got the one that I'm using now still three months later. OK. Uh, it's a campfire scent. It's fucking awesome. Right. I got fresh cut pine, which I love the smell of pine, whether it be, you know, on you or in the in, in the. Uh, in the house or in the cars and air freshener, whatever it's love the fucking smell of pine. Uh, they have a leaf and leather one. And then I got this one called midnight swim where it's kind of like a, you know, like an aqua, like you smell like the ocean kind of like really fucking cool sense. And they still have all of their bundles going on. Uh, you know, again, free shipping for orders over $30. I think that kind of, you know, is a mainstay with them. And like I said before, you spend 30 bucks. I spent like 45 hours on this package that I got in late September. I'm still, on my first bottle of thick, okay, halfway through it, I still got half of that fucking campfire, big ass brick of soap left. I'm gonna be good until October, and I only spent like forty five bucks. And they have, like I said, they have, like they always have. They got to build your own form pack. Um, you know, they still got that special I was telling you about in the last cast, the thick in a box. It's my thick in a box. And they got the cold shower bundle pack. They got all kinds of stuff. And again made by the military portion of the proceeds go to military veterans so you know how fucking cool is that so again if you're that guy or even if you're a woman and your significant other has that fucking bar of green irish spring in the back in the back fucking corner with armpit hair and fucking ass hair all over it you gotta check out the duke go to dukecannon.com now speaking of the military um you know, the ones that fought for our freedoms. I have to get into this fucking thing. I got to get into it. All right. <sighs> this whole fucking speech thing that we got going on. <laughs> the 
this guy's got the Congress floor. And he starts out with the prayer, and he goes, Amen and a women. I'll say that again. Amen and a women. What in the actual Dick Van Dyke fuck is going on in this? Fu- oh, wait, by the way, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that for the offended. What in the actual penis van lesbian fuck is this world fucking coming to? Amen and a women. I mean, just because it's got the word men in it, you got to put fucking women in it. It's not even a fucking word. Amen is from a Latin root, meaning so be it been uttered at the end of prayer since the beginning of time now <laughs> 2020 years later because we're all fucking offended and that whole fucking offended thing i swear to god i'll get back to this another time i think that started with the fucking wardrobe malfunction at the super bowl i think was that's where this whole fucking thing was triggered from but anyway i just can't i i i, I can't anymore with this like these people who want to put, I did see something on TV too, where the aunts, uncle, sister, brother, mother, father, all this other fucking shit, you're not going to be able to say anymore. Like, wait a sec, wait a fucking sec. Just stop. All right. Like, all right. Perfect example. Uh, Cobra Kai season three, not going to give you any spoilers, but we're three weeks into fucking January. Get your shit together. Watch the fucking show because spoilers are going to be coming. But they have this one town hall meeting, right? Where, and don't worry, I'm not going to fucking spoil nothing. But the guy comes, he's an older guy, right? And he stands up and he's like, what the fuck is it This with these manhole covers are now going to be called maintenance covers? He's like, what, what's that all about? Like, you know what we called manhole covers back in my day? Manhole covers. <laughs> like, it's just whatever is in front of them and brought up for something of offense then they're going to pick it apart. And even if it's not offensive, they'll find something, you know, like that fucking, uh, 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 that fucking song, the baby it's cold outside. They banned the fucking song because they read all kind of predatory undertone. What the fuck? Like it's, it's just, it's unfucking believable. So we can't say mother. We got to say parent. We can't say sister. We got to say sibling. Like I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's left. I mean, if you think about it, this freedom of speech is the First Amendment. Like, when they were writing the Constitution, they said, like, all right, fucking first order of business. It's not like it's the 19th Amendment. Like, what the fuck? I, I, just, I just don't understand it. But, but Wet Ass Pussy is the number one song in the fucking country. Just think about that just for a fucking second. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, I just had to get that out. And like I said, I don't want to get political or anything like that. But, you know, for a guy like me, you're going to sit here and try and change the way that we speak. That ain't going to fucking happen. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you can find me. I, I don't, I don't, I really, I really don't care. I'm all hot and fucking bothered now. Let me get a sip of the adult beverage. So. So check this out, right? Uh, I am probably one of the only guys in the country that goes food shopping, right? (laughs) And on the way home from food shopping, I stop and get something to eat. $150 worth of fucking food in the fucking trunk, right? And I stop it. But there's a reason for it. I cook like literally 25 days out of the month. 
you know, all the other times I'm, I'll get takeout, you know, maybe five, maybe four or five times a month. When I go food shopping is one of them because it's like, you know, I, I got to carry all the fucking shit to find it. You know, up into the second floor, put everything away. I already went shopping for the fucking hour. It's just a lot easier, you know. So I go to Chick-fil-A on the fucking way home. Now, I'm not breaking any ground here. I'm not like, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel. Everybody knows how Chick-fil-A works, right? I mean, the fucking greatest drive through system to ever hit drive through systems, right? And they're, and they're like... Two times as busy as any fast food fucking place because the people, I mean, like, think about it like that. The drive through system, like, when they when they put up a new building, right, the guy that's, like, overseeing everything, when they get, like, to the to the zoning part for the drive through the guy goes, ah, 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 yep. He puts two fingers up in here. Give me two. He hasn't even taken one fucking order in that area yet, right? And there's a Burger King and a Taco Bell right across the street. You know, and he's like, already, I am going to be twice as busy as both of you fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> Talk about the ultimate, my dick is bigger than your dick fucking situation, right? He's sitting over there with his arms folded, looking across at Burger King like, <laughs> look at you and your old school Fred Flintstone fucking order taking machine. But the thing is. Like the employees over there too. I mean, like you go to like a McDonald's or a Taco Bell or a, a fucking Burger King or whatever the fuck it is. It's not about getting your order right. You're lucky that you come out of that drive-through with a bag of food. Like these people at Chick Fil A, like not only do they have the double, but since COVID, now like they go to you. Like you don't even order through that. Like you don't order through that shit no more. They come walking up to you. They take your order. You pay for it fucking huge fucking system and now i mean they're just bypassing going down the fucking line they're actually like these people are going out into the fucking highway that it's on trying to stop cars like fucking like i said i just got out here want some fucking chicken it'll be my pleasure to fucking serve that's another thing have you ever been in a building with so many people that are that happy to make eleven dollars an hour these people i know it's a prerequisite i guess to get the fucking job there but these are the nicest fucking people in the world. Now, I worked in food service, you know, in my late teens, early 20s. And the first two weeks, it was just like, you're the new guy. You know, it's like, oh, hey, sir. Hey, blah, blah, blah. What can I do for you? You want me to wash your car, too? Why are you waiting for the food? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> two weeks later, when you're fucking weathered with these fucking people. Yeah. They come in. It's like, what the fuck do you want? What do you mean you want a cheese stick? Get the fuck out of here. Like, you're pissed off when <laughs> people come the fuck in. These people are just fucking thrilled and that's why i love um love going to chick-fil-a just to just to to see that kind of shit but uh i did have uh oh by the way before i have to switch off into the other side i do i do have now i told you that uh that balcony story there and i told you one on the first cast about the lantern flies how i set the whole fucking thing on fire and that whole fucking bit and uh now the door and you know everybody coming out so um I wanted to tell you, uh, I'm going to basically have a segment every week, and it's going to be called Get Off My Lawn. It's got nothing to do with the balcony. It's got to do with shit that bothers me <laughs> about just the young generation today. I know. That's why it's called the Get Off My Lawn podcast, because I'm fucking old, and I'm, I got the right to fucking, I've earned my right to be pissed off uh, at the younger generation. So like I said, I have... Um, you know, 30 minutes 
on each thing. You guys don't even know it's seamless. Uh, but you know, before I actually get too further in anything else, uh, I'm going to switch this off and, and, and turn it back on. So I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, moving right along. Uh, so yeah, so like I was just saying right there, uh, new segment's going to be called Get Off My Lawn for my pissed offedness moments at the fine young generation that we have. Now, the inaugural is basically going to be about <laughs> their overuse of certain words and the overhype of certain words. Certain words are just held in a certain reverence that you only whip out every now and again, like the word legend. Okay. You pretty much have to be dead to be considered a legend. You know what I mean? We're well fucking retired and removed from whatever the fuck you do to be a legend. This is just like the, you know, people are like, they put their first album out or they're in their second year as a fucking pro athlete. And it's like, Oh, he's a fucking legend. That's what I'm talking about. So my two terms <laughs> that are just, way 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 overused and i'm not saying everyone that i'm going to say has has that kind of reverence i'm just saying the overuse of certain words uh i'll actually go into that one first the the use with that generation of the word amazing okay seems pretty simple i know right but everything it could it doesn't matter what it could be a morning shit <laughs> and it, it's it, it's amazing you know what i mean like oh did you ever have the fucking you know did, did you ever uh have have a fucking this of a, a mocha choke a frappy fucking latte bullshit from fucking starbucks oh yeah oh they're amazing you know and then taco they love fucking tacos like they, they <laughs> these people act like tacos just came out fucking yesterday you know what i mean Tacos are fucking tacos, fucking tacos are taco, right? But oh, did you ever have the El Taco Loco tacos off the fucking truck? Oh, they're amazing. You know what's amazing? Jumping out of a fucking airplane at 7,500 feet and your parachute doesn't open and you land on the fucking ground and live. That's amazing, okay? A 14 year old boy squeaking through a hole in a fucking cave to rescue 14 Chilean fucking coal miners and a few puppies and a kitten. That's amazing. A taco is not fucking amazing. Might be tasty. It might be delicious, but it's not fucking amazing. You know, amazing's got, it kind of has that reverence. Like you're amazed, you know, if a taco amazes you, you got to reevaluate what you're doing in your fucking life there, guy. I'm just telling you, <laughs> there's that. Then... The overuse and the insertion of the word literally in every sentence that they can possibly fucking squeeze it into, right? Uh, two guys st standing in a fucking line at, at, at Starbucks, right? And the one guy can't see the sign. Oh, man, I can't see it. How much is the, uh, how much is the, uh, the, the venti uh, frappuccino? And the other guy goes, oh, dude, it's literally four twenty nine. Like, it doesn't even fit, but they put it the fuck in there. You know what I mean? And then the guy's like, oh, man, I forgot my card. All I got is cash. I mean, I got enough. You, like, do you think, like, do you think they take, oh, dude, literally, they take cash. They literally take debit. Like, everything is fucking literally with them, right? And then they'll actually blend 
These two terms that I'm fucking talking about, they get to the, they get to the, 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 the front of the line. They get their fucking coffees. They go and sit the fuck down. Yo, dude, how's your latte? Oh, dude, literally amazing. Like, dude, who taught these fucking people? <laughs> you know, who fucking taught these people how to talk? It's just so. So that's that. That's uh, that. That's that's pretty much my uh, my get off my lawn moment for the week. The overuse of certain words, and I'll have all kinds of different shit. <laughs> you know, to get into, you know, uh, w- when it comes to that kind of stuff. The next thing that I wanted to do, uh, talk about was um, this Twisted Tea guy. Now, I know, again, I I, uh, I didn't, I skipped out on last week. So there's, a, you know, a few things that are a little bit dated, but I just figured I had to talk about him. And by the way, before I even get into that, I you know, a couple of the messages that I did get um, were basically like, oh, dude, love the cast, man. Uh, you should do one every day. Or you should do like two a week or, you know, you should just like, <laughs> I, I would love nothing more than to do a cast every day. I would love nothing more to do even two a week, but you got to keep, put yourself in my shoes. <laughs> right? I got to sit here and basically openly riff for an hour straight, <laughs> you know, with, with no rehearsal, with no nothing. I'm just basically shooting from the hip. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I had more life material, you know, this, my, my life ain't that exciting. You know what I mean? So it's like, I gotta, I gotta encounter situations before I, uh, you know, or something has to happen. But I, again, I'll try. If I have the material, I'll do two in a week. But, uh, so anyway, this Twisted T guy, right? First, I'm gonna just preface it with this. This is the video that you watch when, and I know everybody does this, at some point, maybe when you're trying to fall asleep, or, you know, maybe when you're just like, you know, just sitting there daydreaming or whatever it is, sometimes things that you did that you're not too proud of <laughs> pop into your head from time to time. And in that moment, I don't know about you, but when I think about those moments, I feel like fucking shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, God, why the fuck did I do? I was such an idiot. You know what I mean? Doing like stupid shit. You know what I mean? Uh, whenever that happens in the future. Just Google this fucking video and watch this fucking kid because now not only does does he have to live with the memory, he's got to live with the fact that him acting like a total fucking jerk off went viral. <laughs> you know what I mean? This dude now, if, if I could say to the guy that actually swung the, the fucking twisted T can because he got the guy down on the ground and got some good shots in. And then, you know, kind of put him in like a half rear naked choke and kind of choke the life out of him. The kid was dizzy by the end of it and all that kind of stuff. There's only one thing slightly different that I would have done if I was in that guy's shoes. So if you know the guy, send him this clip. <laughs> no, I'm like it. But so, all right. Anybody who hasn't seen the video, if you've been living under a fucking rock for the last month, there it's, it's, it's a skinny fucking white kid and a black guy in line at a convenience store. Right. He's going to buy beers and then the other guy's going to buy a tall boy twisted tea. Right. And they get into some kind of argument. They start spiffing back and forth. Now, this is the kid. Okay. This is the kid. Like (laughs) the white kid that lives in his fucking mother's basement. Right. And he thinks he's got a fucking record deal with death row records coming. You know, like. He, 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 he wants to be all thugged out, wants that, that, that. And don't you realize that, be, you know, before I even get into this, you look like, all right, so there's a comedian, Jeff, Jim Jeffries. This is perfect. This is a perfect example. 
He talks about like one of his first comedy specials. He's talking about burn victims, right? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes. So I was reading the newspaper the other day, and a guy got burned. And in the newspaper, it said, "Man burned beyond all recognition." Burned beyond all recognition. You ever seen a fucking burn victim, mate? Most recognizable guy in the room. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like that. That, you know, insulting a culture like that, you stick out like a fucking sore thumb when you when you get yourself in. And you know what? You deserve every fucking thing you get. This dude's like dropping the N word like every in every sentence and like and, and just trying to go and tip for tap. And you could see this dude was like getting pent up. He was like, I'm going to fucking man. <sighs> like you could see he was losing his patience. Right. So. He kind of takes his tall boy twisted T and he, you know, he kind of tucks it behind his arm. Like he's getting, you could see he's even like standing up. He's ready to whack this fucking dude. Right. And the dude sees it. And and by the way, he already said, like I told you, he sounded like a fucking idiot already. Just by the way that he was fucking talking. Right. Disrespect all over the fucking place. And he's, he's like, oh, you going to smack me with that? And he fucking slams his beer can. Like, oh, motherfucker, smack me with that. Smack me. I was like. Bro, I hope like first time I saw the fucking video, I was like, oh my god, I hope this fucking guy, right? So the dude fumbled, he fumbled. He fumbled the fucking can. I'm like, oh shit. And then he fucking then the kid tried to kick it away and he picks it the fuck up and wham! He hit him right in the fucking mush and knocked him over a little fucking plastic trash can. It was like that fucking validation that you were waiting for, right? And then he goes right into the camera, got the on the ground. He got him with like four solid shots, like right in the freaking right in the side of the head. He fucked the dude up. You know what I mean? And then the dude gets up all like, okay, okay. I'm like, dude, you look like a fucking jerk off. Now, when I, in the beginning of this, I was pretty much like, you know, there's only one thing that I would do different. The only thing that I would have done different was if you notice the sound. When he hits the dude with the can, you can kind of tell he hit him with the face of the can, the broad side of the can. So there's a little bit of give, <laughs> right? There's a little bit of fucking give in the can. So the kid probably didn't get the full Monty of like really getting hit with a tall boy, right? The only bit of advice I would have given the guy that actually hit him was like, when you, you know, when you went to go swing, you got to hit him with the edge of that fucking can. Like right on the fucking lip, <laughs> but I get it. It was a bang bang play. The guy fumbled, recovered his own fumble, you know, and he and he still went on the offensive. Good for him, you know. But like that guy is a hero. Like he, he really is, man. Like that's the right reason to go viral, you know. Like the other fucking dude. So that kid's got to live with that for the rest of his life. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you something right now. And this is just me being 42 years old. However old that kid was, you know. No matter how old you get, you know, like if you go back to when you were 15 years old, right? You were 15. You thought you fucking knew everything, right? You thought you knew everything in the fuck that there was to know. Then you get to be 20. Fast forward five years. You look back on when you were 15. You're like, my God, I was a fucking, I was a Jericho. Jesus, right? You know? And then you get to be 25. You look back on you were 20. Oh, my God, I was a fucking Jericho. Same fucking thing. You know what I mean? So you're getting better every day. You're doing all that kind of stuff. This fucking kid, he had to be like 20 to 25, somewhere around there. When he's like 50 and he looks back, man, that's that's something to commit suicide over. <laughs> <laughs> you 
No, it really isn't. But I'm just saying, like that. I was just so happy with the way that unfolded because that dude, after like the second N word and and the way that he was trying to, you know, talk to the fucking guy, I'm like, you know, like this dude better get it. You know what I mean? Because that that shit's like you you look you look like an idiot going outside. Like stay in your lane, guy. Is basically what I'm saying. It's just like total fucking bullshit. But I I I was going back to that uh that Chick Fil A story. I was going to. Uh, food shop and I was going to the uh, to the giant as a matter of fact two days before that I was going to pick up beer at that giant right and they have this like this little side annex road that um, you know that you can go around to the back and come in like the back way but this road is so fucking chopped up there's there's a uh, there's manhole covers oh I'm sorry there's maintenance covers all the way down the street and they're pretty deep like they can fuck a tire up now if you're daring enough you can kind of swerve around and go into the uh, into oncoming traffic, which is always a good time. Uh, but anyway, I was I was on my way there, and it was dark out, and um, I, you know, I know the road like the back of my hand, but <clears throat> there was a new pothole, not pothole. Yeah, it was like a you know like a, a a bump in the road that was right behind like a manhole cover, a maintenance cover. Sorry. And <clears throat> when I turned onto the road, I saw about maybe five hundred yards ahead of me. There was a car with its four ways on up up the road, right? As I'm looking at that car, bang! My fucking, like, my tire hits this fucking pothole, right? And right away, even from the inside, I heard, I'm like, fuck. You know? It's not even a matter of the flat tire. Like, I'll, I'll change a flat tire like I'm scratching my ass. Ten minutes, in, out, no big deal. It's like, it's nothing. What I don't like is driving around on a fucking donut until you get the tire fixed. I hate that. It just it, your car doesn't look good. You, you got to be mindful of it the whole fucking time. I don't like it. Right. So I, I'm in the giant parking lot. I go and get my beer, come out, go. I'm changing the donut. And this guy pulls up next to me and he was like, would you get a flat? What do you even say? To, <laughs> what do you even say to somebody like that? Like you're sitting there changing a flat tire. Oh, would you get a flat? <laughs> fucking tell him what he's won i mean jesus fucking christ i said yeah uh, i was right i was right back there on solemn boulevard like the connector where he goes yeah well my sister just got a flat on that same road he's like just report it just keep on reporting it like or they won't fix it it's like <sighs> right so i'm like all right yeah so I, whatever guy okay, get the fuck out of my face let me finish this up so i finish it up get the fucking thing on drive out and i go back on the same road because i do know on the way back it's completely not like that it's just the one side of the road where all like the uh, gutters are that they got to have these manhole covers so i'm driving down now all of a sudden there's the guy that i saw that was 500 yards up the road there was there's a there was two more in my lane that i think made a u-turn after they hit the same fucking pothole two more cars with their four ways on and then there was a poor kid he had, he was, he, you could tell he was in his dad's car. It was like a 2020 fucking Mercedes. And he's in the middle of the fucking road. Because I guess he never experienced a flat tire before. He's got his four reason. This thing took out fucking five cars in a matter of 20 minutes. Right? So I pull up to the kid. You know? And this is... this is. I'll, I'll, I'll get into my point into this in a second. But the kid... He's sitting there like trying to call his dad. You know, you could tell like he's on his phone, like, you know, like looking like he looked really distressed. Like a flat tire is not the fucking end of the world, guy. It's just not. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's many ways out of it. And it looks like you're pretty well to do with a 2020 Mercedes and you're 17 years old. So don't worry about it. I said, hey, guy, 
what's up? You know, I'm, I'm like, the, I'm like, don't tell me you hit that that thing by the cigar shop down there, like a hundred yards in off the light. And he goes, yeah, I did. I'm like, look at all these fucking cars. I'm like, look at my car. I got a donut on right now. I said, look, what do you need? I said, do you got to speak? You know, you're all right. You like, you got somebody coming, whatever. He's like, oh, I'm just waiting for my dad to call back. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, all right, well, why don't I back up next to you? Well, uh, you know, if you don't have a spare, which I'm sure you have, you probably have a donut in there. So I'll, I'll, I'll put it on for you. You know, and the dude's like thrilled as shit. Well, meanwhile, the dad calls back, you know, he puts him on speaker. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, guy, you know, there was like everybody like right now, there's tonal carnage on this fucking on, on this fucking road with with flat tires. I said, I'll put the donut on for him or like, you know, if you need me to take him anywhere, he's like, no, 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 you're not going to help him. You're not going to help him, son. He's not going to help you. Like, he's not putting on a tire. He's not driving you anywhere. So, fucking, all right. Well, then I got some advice for you then, tough guy. Right? No kid that's 16, 17, 18, 19 that's going to take their driving test if they take a driver's course or if they're taught to drive by whoever. The first fucking thing that you should learn is how to fucking check the air in your tires, how to fucking change a tire, how to check your fluids, how to add fluids, how to jump a fucking car with cables. Because you're going to get into these situations, especially probably because you're going to have a fucking used car too. And it's like, you don't want to be that guy stranded on the road at 11 o'clock at night in the fucking cold. You want to have a little bit of know-how. You know what I mean? Don't send these kids out. I mean, like when I had a CDL, Every single morning, well, because there was 60,000 pounds, you could totally kill people, but <laughs> but you had to do a walkthrough inspection every, you had to test the air brakes, you had to look at the, you know, the tire stems, you had to look at, you know, like the leaf springs underneath the tires. I mean, it was pretty extensive. You know, like, don't send these kids out, in the, in, you know, in, into the wild like that. I mean, it was, it, it was a shame. I, I didn't even want to drive away from the guy, but, you know, moral of the story is, when you're at work, like... If something happens that's like not like an emergency, but like it's a problem that's happening pretty quick, you're going to have, especially if it's corporate, you're going to have like upstairs going like, yo, all right, you guys want your job? Make sure this doesn't fucking happen anymore or you guys are going to be out. We'll get somebody. You know what I mean? Like you're it's like, go get this done. Not with a township. You know, I've reported it four times like, yeah, well, yeah. What what streets are on again? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that when uh, when we get the. You know what I mean? It's totally fucked up. So that whole ordeal cost me about 175 bucks. I had to get a new fucking tire. That pissed me off. Uh, but going back to that giant and uh, probably the last thing I'm going to get into. <laughs> you should be able to, uh, you should be allowed, so to speak. You should be allowed to kill people. <laughs> now hear me out. Now hear me out. Before, before you know, before cancel culture comes out, you go, ah, fuck, I'm cool. You said you should be allowed to fucking kill people. It's not fucking. Just relax. Relax. It's just a hypothetical. You should be allowed to fucking kill people. Now, hear me out. If they came out tomorrow and they said, all right, murder is legal, right? We would go from 350 million people to about a million people in a month. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, if you're anything like me, if they tell me tomorrow, like, le murder is legal, I got fucking 12 to 15 people right from the rip. You're, you're dead. That's it. You're fucking dead. <laughs> so I think if there's any, anybody out there like me, it's probably the same thing. It wouldn't be good. So here's a way that you can invoke a rule so we can all kill responsibly. 
<laughs> Check this out. Everybody gets to kill one person legally per month. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go and, like, fucking whack their head off with a machete every fucking every every month. I'm just saying, like, it'll be easier for, like, you tech people. We'll have a button. You can just delete them, right? It'll make it'll make things much cleaner. You know, it'll be it'll be, it'll be totally cool, right? You get to do one a month. So what are you going to do if you get one person a month? Right? You're going to kill responsibly. You're going to pick, you're going to make sure like if, if it's the third of the month <laughs> and you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off, you're about to push that button. You're like, wait a second. I got 27 days left. I think somebody's going to piss me off. All right, guy, you know what? You just fucking bought yourself, right? But hey, if, if you behave yourself all fucking month, it's the 29th and that same cutoff happens. That guy's fucking dead. Right. So what's that going to do? That'll just make people who either are not aware of their surroundings or just don't give a flying fuck behave, fucking behave. All right. Like people go out. So like I'm in the supermarket. Right. And this is what I'm talking about. You know, you go food shopping enough, you get into, you know, you get into like a, a routine, you know, where everything is. You know, you typically get the same shit unless you're making something that you don't normally make and you got to get all the ingredients for whatever the fuck it is, right? But you pretty much know you're su- – it's not like you're going to a new supermarket every fucking week. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're basically, uh, you know, going to the same fucking thing you know where everything is, right? I hate going to the supermarket. Like, anytime on the weekend, forget it. And anytime between, like, 5 and 7 p.m., forget it. Well, I had off the other day, so I was like, you know, I'll go – you know, I'll go for like one thirty. You know what I mean? Like, no, like the morning rush. You know, they'll be done. You know, the the, the evening rush ain't there yet. It'll be probably the place to myself. Well, I didn't have the place to myself, but it wasn't fucking packed. But it was still enough, right? So I go. I, I start my fucking thing. I go to get lunch meat, right? Now, with the place not even um packed, okay. In my forty-five minutes in there, I had eleven asshole encounters. By people who, again, are not aware of their fucking surroundings or they just don't give a, like, all the air in the room is theirs. So I'm going to get lunch meat. Now, I'm not the guy that I'm not going to go up, like, with my mask on and fucking, get up and get a fucking ass pound of Like, I ain't doing that. They got actually a pre-sliced section. It's kind of like a, uh, a refrigerated little case, not with a door on it. It's just kind of open, right? So the way with COVID is it's like if someone's there, like, looking for something, you got to wait. Like, you can't go elbow to elbow with these people. You just got to wait. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, people are waiting behind you. For the people who are aware, you know, people are waiting behind you. So it's like you're skimming shit quick. You're skimming, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? You, you grab the shit and you get the fuck out of there, right? By the way, your cart should not be anywhere fucking near that thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing about etiquette. If, you, if you're going to be in a jammed area where there's a lot of traffic, you take the fucking cart and you put it somewhere away where it's not bothering anybody. So me, I walk up and there's a guy waiting for this woman who's at the thing, right? And the guy's sitting there. He's got his cart strategically placed. I'm like, all right, this guy's cool. Let me stand next to him. So I stand next to him, did the same fucking thing. We're both watching this lady who has her fucking cart right smack in the fucking middle, right? Of the, uh, you know. Like, of, of the thing, and she's standing next to the cart. No, she's going to barricade it off. Nobody can get into this fucking thing, even without COVID. So she's picking up 17 different packages. Like, oh, it's uh, 
0.70 pounds. This one's 0.73. I'll save four cents. And I'm going to fucking like, bitch. There's people, you know? Anyway, after about six minutes elapsed, she gets the fuck out of there. That guy was there before me. I was like, go ahead, guy. He walks up. I sw- Within seven seconds, grabs a fucking pack of fucking ham, puts it in his fucking thing. He's gone. I pretty much did the same fucking thing. Right? Later on, I won't go through the 11 assholes that I saw. But later on, I'm going to get in line to get rung out, right? There's a guy that's in line in in the the lane next to me, and we're pretty much, like, next up. Well, he was next to, like, the pharmacy thing, and he just wanted to go ask the lady behind the counter a question. It wasn't even like he was going to shop there. So he left his cart, walked over, like, five feet, and he starts, like, talking to the fucking lady. I'm just watching this out of the corner of my eye because, like, I got to be involved in everybody's business. (laughs) So, So the same lady. Who made me and the other guy wait for the fucking lunch meat? Sees the unattended fucking cart and she moves it out of the way and pushes it out of the lane. Didn't even like I'm getting it. She just pushed it wherever she wanted and then took his fucking spot. And the guy came back and didn't say anything because he was he looked like he was cool. He was technically technically I left my all right, whatever. And this lady had a huge ass fucking cart full of shit. If it's the 26th of the month, she's fucking dead. She's fucking dead. right at that time, like the lunch meat caper, maybe uh, my fingers on the button, depending on where the fucking month is. But when you do that and you fuck up, oh, my God, you know what I mean? And the other thing real quick. If you are going into a supermarket, unless you're just going in to pick up like two items. No fucking cell phones. All right. You're not that fucking important to the point where you can't go fucking food shopping without checking social media for fucking a half hour. Okay. Like, but even worse than, like, checking text messages. Like, all right, there's two reasons you're allowed to use the phone. One, some people actually use that digital memo thing on their fucking phone. I don't. But I'm just saying, like, all right, if that's where your list is, fine. Or if you got to call your significant other or your roommate, like, yo, we need tostinas. Yo, we need, uh, we need pasta sauce. That's fine, too. But the people who get into full-blown conversations only for the fact that that person on the other end of the phone is there to keep them company while they're fucking shopping, I reserve the fucking right to run you the fuck over with my cart or just push the button and you're my kill for the fucking month. Because they don't know when once they get engaged in that conversation, they have no idea who they're pissing off, what kind of room they're taking up. That They don't even know that they're not in the right fucking section. You know what I mean? They're by the cooler over there, like where the fucking lettuce is, and they need shampoo. Right? No fucking funds, okay? And then the people who fucking like walking with their head fucking down, scrolling through fucking social media, like just go fucking food shopping and then go do that all the fuck you want. <laughs> so, moral of the story, and that's just that's just a fucking supermarket. I'm not just talking about people that you get mad at. That's what I'm saying. One person a month. Anything over one person a month. You'll get tried and charged with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're allowed. People will behave. If now, if if that person on the phone or that lady who fucking, you know, who 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 cut in line and fucking, you know, and, and, and held up the whole goddamn lunch meat thing, right? Maybe she thinks twice. Like, oh, maybe I better get out of the way or I'm going to get fucking deleted. It'll make people more aware. It'll make people more fucking considerate. Have a little bit of fucking etiquette. Like, I'm an asshole. I'll fully admit that. But I'm only an asshole. Like, I sleep for seven hours, six, seven hours. I'm not being an asshole then. So I'm not an asshole all the time. 
You know what I mean? But the one thing I will say is when I'm out in public and I'm doing, I have fucking etiquette. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, holding doors for people, all that shit I will do. You know, I go out of my way to not be the problem. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of other people should do that. And you should be able to install the uh, one kill a month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's it. Again, it's a fucking fantasy. All right. I need to get your fucking panties in the bunch. Call the fucking police. But uh, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys this week. I again, I, I from the bottom of my heart, I I, I want to thank you guys for uh, for the support that I had. I hope this uh, this uh, this follow up to the pilot cast has uh, the same kind of numbers, if not more. I, I you know I, I appreciate you guys really uh, getting behind me, and um, you know it's my goal to entertain you guys. That's what that's that's what this is all about, and I, I I appreciate you sharing everything. I hope you continue to do so. I will have an email up so you guys, but uh, if not, in the meantime. You want to contact me? Facebook Messenger is fine. Unless you don't have my number, I will get back to you. Uh, hope you had fun, and I, I sure as hell did as I as I normally do. I, I promise I will have another cast out next week. Uh, but until then, uh, again, it was a great time. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.